You know what I find interesting about Trouble TRO's Pink Benefits webcomic that he does? It's the fact that even though it is a very erotic, adult-oriented SFM webcomic, there's actually more to it. There is a story. Even though most of the time, you know, we see um, the characters, the main protagonist characters, getting intimate with other people as well as themselves. But that's not the only thing that kind of helped make this story popular, you know, as it is in the eyes of a lot of fans. That's not the only thing. As a matter of fact, other, other situations have made it very popular. And as a matter of fact, one of those situations recently made a return. They did. It recently made a return in the more recent part for Chapter 17. Yes, this story's been going for that long. And what made its return is Betty, the other female protagonist shapeshifter we have in the story alongside Emily, basically, you know, deciding that her mission that she was sent on by her husband, fiance, you know, is complete. And she wants to basically, you know, try to get out of the situation, try to get out of the place, you know, mansion she had to infiltrate uh, to get the information she needed. She basically, you know, deciding that her job is done, decides to, like I said, tr t decides to, you know, get out of there. And she goes back to utilizing a form that obviously has become very popular with a lot of viewers, a lot of readers, a lot of supporters, if you will. And that is her slime form. That is her melty, gooey slime form. Basically, you know, where she's able to turn her body into pure liquid, to pure goo and slime, melt down, and basically use that as a form to disguise herself as part of the background, or, in this case, to try to escape from, you know, this kind of a situation that she's in. And several of the people like myself actually were happy to see this Betty, as they put it, back in action. That, you know, to them, finally, we're getting the Betty that should have never left returning. Just like inevitably we'll get Emily coming back too, but that's a unique scenario in its own right because Emily, in the form, in the male form of Ethan, you know, as he's as they, if you will, are getting it on with this girl, decides to go gooey and enter inside of her, and even thinking to herself, Elf, and you know, thinking to herself that she has no idea what's gotten into her, and that all of a sudden she wanted to be inside this girl, that being Emily, because she wanted to be, you know, a part of her. It's like she wanted to be inside of her to be a part of her, you know, be you know, to become part of her, something like that. So. We're left with a cliffhanger whether or not she, you know, does go inside this other girl and merge with her eternally and thus they become one and she becomes a new version of herself, you know, along with this girl as sort of like, I guess you could say a new friend, a new passenger or whatever, or maybe just someone she convinces to give up her existence and be one with her, who knows. But, you know, everybody was interested when they saw that you know, part of the story for Emily coming back. 
back because it was going in the direction that we're seeing here with Betty making that return as well with the slimy gooey stuff. But why? Why is, why is this probably the biggest, you know, um, I, I guess you could say excited, you know, uh, moment, you know, uh, in the story, in a story series like this? Why? Well, I could tell you why. Because when you give shapeshifters, either the male or female or whatever, you know, when you give the protag protag uh, protagonist characters these kind of powers to do whatever they want, to become whatever, whoever they want, you know, and you do it in an environment, in a setting that's very adult-oriented and erotic in NSFSW, of course, one of the main areas that, you know, these characters would want to go in, one of the directions, is the goo route, the slime route, the tentacle route, if you will. Because there's just something more, I guess you could say more exotic and erotic about it. And the fans and viewers of these, you know, and the supporters, I should say, of these kind of stories the followers, if you will, you know, they feel the same way. You know, they feel basically like, yeah, you add this to the story and things are going to get really interesting and really fun in, in a very quick way. And as we saw with Trouble TRO's um, last major story, his collab with Mr. Internet Man, which was the epilogue to Agent, um, Agent Pink 2... Uh, Agent Pink, Bedlam's Revenge 2, where basically Veronica DeMonica and uh, Betty end up getting it on to the point that they reduce themselves into nothing but gooey red and black slime, and Veronica DeMonica, using her powers, is able to get Emily over there by making it look like, oh, you know, Betty wants, her, wants to see her and everything. And then she teleports her to the location where Emily's a little like, okay, what's going on here? She sees the red and black goo that the girl, her, her friend and, you know, Demonica Veronica have become. And then that's when you see this tenderol, a combined red and black tenderol going up. And that's when she gets the idea and decides, okay, I see what you guys did. You know what? Uh, since I have shape-shifting powers too, I'll join in the fight. And that's what she does by becoming a turquoise green slime uh, tenderol that merges with the red and black. And everybody was excited about that. In fact, everybody was excited about it, you know, way before the moment happened when we saw a little preview of that scene when Trouble TRO was promoting, you know, he was promoting uh, the story. That's when we saw it. You know, that's when we saw it. And Again, the reason they were excited by it, because they knew, hey, if they go this route, things will really get interesting and fun in a hurry. And they did. The moment they went to that part towards the end of the story, that's when a lot of fans considered it picked up. Which is why they're kind of glad to see, you know, in the recent uh, part of Chapter 17 of Pink Benefits, they're happy to see you know, Betty going back to being, you know, a slime girl to not only make her escape, but maybe set up something in the future with her and Emily 
because we see Emily doing the same thing recently, several uh, chapter, several parts before within the same chapter. Now, again, pe again, I know people wonder, well, why, why is that the more exciting? Why is that looked as the more erotic, more, um, more erotic thing to do with these kind of stories? Well, it's real simple. It's real simple. It's because of the fact that. You know, sometimes in these kind of stories, you're bound to get something happening as a result. You are. I'll give you, an, I'll give you a good example. Like I said, Trouble TRO and even Joven16 have collabed with this person, and that's Mr. Internet Man. Well, one story Mr. Internet Man did on his DeviantArt page was a multi-page webcomic called Walk on the Wild Side. And it involved Minor Dash Alterations character Ruby Walker you know, having an intimate weekend uh, with Demonica Veronica, who was going to share her powers with her, but do it in a way that Ruby has become Im immensely, you know, addicted to, immensely, you know, amored with, if you will, immured with, if you will. And that's becoming a gooker, a slime girl that just melts down into a puddle and, you know, and acts like, you know, I no longer, uh, and acts like basically, I no longer exist kind of deal because she's just a puddle. Now, here's the thing though. You might ask, well, what does this have to do with that? Well, the end result basically is them getting very intimate with each other in the forms thanks to, you know, Demonica, Veronica kind of coaxing, you know, and encouraging uh, Ruby to let go and give in and all that. So they get very intimate and all that with each other as time goes on, on you know, as time goes on, to the point that as they're literally getting wrapped around each other and everything, which is, I guess, the equivalent of getting towards the moment, uh, that true um, moment, epic moment of intimacy, if you know what I mean, that the moment they hit that peak, you know, because they keep, you know, kind of just, you know, they just keep basically tying, not, uh, what's the word, snaking around each other. They keep snaking around, they keep basically going around each other, you know, you know, you know, basically, you know, wrapping around each other. That's what I'm saying, wrapping around each other so much and everything that it's the equivalent of getting close to the moment, their peak, if you will, that when it happens... You know, they literally collapse over because they've, you know, wrapped around each other so much. It look, they are basically becoming like a leaning tower. And they end up falling over. And by falling over, both the slime colors, both the slime bodies combine into one. Yeah, they literally combine into one. And the next thing you know, you hear them both speaking simultaneously as one. You know, you hear them simultaneously speaking, you know, as one. Or you read that they're simultaneously speaking as one because now, since that peak occurred and they've collapsed, you know, down to the point, and they basically collapsed down to the point that they're literally, you know, combined together, meshed together, you know, red on purple and all that, like a way, you know, like a swirly red and purple ocean, if you will, mixed together in colors. You know, them. You know, by doing, by hitting that peak and letting that happen, their minds have also 
melded together. The minds have also merged together to where they're both thinking the same thing. The most kind of thinking as one. And the end result, Alt and everything, because they want more, they want to continue it because they love the feeling, is they literally, you know, swirl together, round each other out into a ball, and they literally explode inside uh, Ruby's, Ruby's apartment, which we can assume is where it's taking place. And it doesn't take until maybe two days later for them to pull themselves together, but what's interesting is the end result is when they pull themselves together for the time being they're not there yeah what happens is they end up fusing because of this moment you know because of this unique peakness and everything this intimacy they went through they end up fusing into a face into a new faceless black slime girl latex bee yeah basically a faceless you know, black slime girl-like being who, you know, doesn't refer to herself as, you know, you know, as somebody, you know, as we or anything, or refers to herself as an amalgamation of both names. No, she just refers to herself as I. And she even acknowledges that, you know, uh, you know, that the fact that it feels like she's been living two lives, but that can't be right. And when she acknowledges the fact that it feels like, because her head is still kind of like trying to, you know, kind of work out the kinks and everything after what, after what happened. You know, she thinks she's basically, you know, she starts saying that it feels like she's been living two lives, but that can't be right. Because what she's alluding to is, you know, the memories or these images of both Ruby and Demonica lives that can't be hers because she's just one person and that's the end result and that's basically the result so what she really is is just a faceless or what they really become basically in the end is this faceless slime girl uh, being that's an amalgamation of all of both the personalities and everything but mostly it seems more dominated by Ruby because the only thing that matters to the now faceless identifiable um, merger a fusion is the body that they've you know uh, created the very alluring body voluptuous body if you will and the powers the powers of a you know elasticity of, of basically being a slime girl and everything you know powers that would you know as she even quotes allows her to turn her body into a pliable playground but what does she do instead <laughs> And, it, and here you could kind of get an idea that it's Ruby mostly in control here, or at least, you know, a strong part of Ruby's personality and control. She decides to basically lay on Ruby's bed, spread out in, a, in the shape of the top of the bed, almost like she's a little black pool, and decides that she's going to just, you know, rest there for a while. You know, basically, as I think she alludes to before she does, as she's doing it, I should say, it's just a big puddle of joy. Yeah. And that's why, getting back to the Pink Benefits, and, you know, Betty's return to doing the slime thing, and then even before that with Emily, if you will, it's, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's reasons like this. It's reasons like this, and 
reasons for like what Joven 16 did in the recent Amanda and Nicole series, it's reasons like that that fans are into seeing this kind of stuff incorporated into these kind of stories because the end results could end up being, you know, interesting. They could end up, in some cases, being, you know, a fusion of both into someone new. Even if that someone doesn't know who they are and they're just more of a amalgamation of both characters, but with one character's personality more assertive and, and influential than the others because, you know, they want to, you know, enjoy the powers and everything that come along with this new body. And, like I said, I think that's why everybody was happy to see this return of, you know, the slime situation with, with Betty. You know, and all that. Because now, once we get Emily back into the for, you know, into the forte, however that's going to be, like I said, we don't know if, you know, she's going, and that's a notification from my phone, I do apologize. Uh, we don't know if she's going to, you know, completely merge with this girl she's met as, e as the male Ethan. You know, because, like, like she alludes to, there was something that, to, you know, there was something about wanting to be, wanting to go inside this girl, to become part of her, and all that. So we, we don't, we don't know what the end result's going to be. We don't know if they're going to merge together and become a new version of Emily, and the girl's going to be, like, you know, a, a, a passenger, or she's just going to really be willing to let herself be absorbed into Emily and maybe be allowed to pop out whenever... We don't know. Or we don't know if they're just going to have some intimate, intimate play together. And there might be a moment where Emily just pushes her face out on the girl's stomach saying, Do not worry. We're going to have some fun, fun and everything. I'm not here to hurt you or all that. So we don't know. We don't know. But it's stuff like that. You know, it's stuff like what she did with that girl, what Betty just brought back. That fans are happy to see this because what they're hoping, and they may not say it now, and we may not see it for a while, but with, with the but with what they're hoping, with what they're hoping, ladies and gentlemen, is that when these two basically Betty and you know, Emily get back together, what they're hoping is for both of them to share their unique new abilities they have to become slime-like, goo-like, and use it to get intimate with each other. And potentially lead into maybe them becoming fused together because of the intimacy, you know, as a new person. But, again, we don't know when or where that might happen. That's up to Triple TRO. But, I will say this. If and when it does happen, I guarantee you, Trouble TRO, if you're watching, you know, or, or Prove, or what is it, P-O-V-R-A-R-R, Prov, Prov, Provi, <laughs> something, but Trouble, you know, you know who I'm talking, you know I'm talking to you, Trouble, uh, but yeah, you know as well as I do, TRO, that when you get to that moment, whenever that might be, whether it's a ne in the next few weeks, in the next month, later this year, you know fans are going to be excited for it, you know those that support you on Patreon are going to be praising you for that moment. You know it. Because they can see that that's what you want to head towards. That's what you want to lead towards. But right now, you're holding back. You're holding back right now because you want to t tell some of the story. And you want to see how this other girl 
will react to finding out that the Ethan she's been seeing, or that she was getting on with at that club, is actually a shape-shifting girl who is maybe going to befriend her and maybe, I don't know, give her, you know, a taste of her powers and all that, or maybe just, again, you know, merge with her, become a new Emily, and the girl gives herself up willingly to pop out once in a while just to enjoy life. I don't know. Oh, no, it's going to be interesting. It'll be interesting, I will say that, because I know you're going to have something interesting planned for that. But, again, they could see, they could feel, they, you know, they believe that they know exactly what direction you're going in. And it's, you know, even though you may, even though it may seem not seem like that, obviously, right now, it definitely feels that way. Because now they got both girls going in that route of gooness and sliminess, it's like... The, the end goal has got to be them getting, you know, getting together for a good time with each other and, you know, them do, going in that route and direction, you know, with a possible fusion as a result. I mean, again, you know, again, you know, when, you know, when the Amanda and Nicole thing by Joven16, you know, reached its recent uh, ca- uh, conclusion to, not completely, but its recent conclusion to its recent chapter... You know, you knew that when both girls went to that latex, you know, like slime-like deal, that you were going to get a fusion. And we did. And in fact, one of them even said, now let our minds, now let our thoughts and let our minds and thoughts become one. In other words, let them submit themselves to their new existence for the time being. It's like you knew that was going to happen and it did. And you knew it was going to happen, you know, the moment you saw previews of them going that route. The thing is, the thing is, Trouble TRO, the thing is, you know what fans are expecting. And that's why you're taking your time, because when you get to that moment, you want fans to have something that they can, you know, they can look back on and they can enjoy time after time, after time. That is what you're hoping for. You know, that is what you're hoping for, and that's why you're taking your time to get to that moment. And I don't blame you. I don't blame you. I mean, I mean, honestly, I keep coming out and saying that, you know, Dizzy Arts, uh, Divan Art, the one that does Metamorphosis and Malability, you know, that great series, I'm always saying that I, I believe it's only a matter of time before... You know, Crystal ends up getting similar, if not the same kind of powers and abilities that Briella has. And both of them are going to end up having a very intimate, you know, moment together um, when it's all said and done to the point that they could probably end up fusing together. Who knows? Who knows? But, but the point that I'm getting at is, the point that I'm getting at is getting back to the topic here. This is why people were excited. This is why people were happy. They were excited that you, you know, brought that back for the recent chapter. Why they want, why they're glad to see this side of her back. Why they're glad to see this power being used, this transformation, because they know it's going to lead to something more. They do, and that's why everybody likes to see that done in these kind of stories. Whether it's by you or Joven Sixteen or Mr. Internet Man, and whether it's you know via web comics or even written if you will, or typed up. They expect these kind of moment, moments to happen when characters, mostly female, and I say that with all due respect, no offense, get these kind of shape-shifting powers in these kind of, you know, adult-oriented erotic stories.
you know so again that's that's mainly my friend why and my and folks mainly why people you know uh you know are happy you know to see these kind of things come back when they haven't been seen in quite some time they are but honestly folks honestly that's all i can really say for right now uh let me know what your thoughts are comment below i know some of you do follow trouble tro on patreon and support him and everything tell me what your thoughts are comment like i said comment below live chat during premiere and i will talk to you later you will get an audio podcast version of this eventually as well in fact i will probably have plenty of time tomorrow to do that so that you guys get plenty of audio podcasts that are due uh ba- that are basically on, uh, on my uh a podcast uh, affiliate my podcast uh, series which you can find at all podcast locations except for pandora um you will get audio a lot of audio podcast versions of some of the videos i've done recently so you can listen to those on the, you know when you want and on your way home or whenever so, uh, again, guys, give me your thoughts overall. Live chat during the premiere. Love to hear from each and every one of you on this. And until next time, guys, guys, I will talk to you all later. Peace out.